Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. All right. Well, welcome back to the Mount Lockmore podcast. Uh, it is your host, Josh Campbell, and today I'm joined with not only a very special guest, I would say the most special guest, uh, my best friends, uh, my uh, hidden lover, Brandon <laughs> Russell. How are we doing tonight, dude? Fantastic. It's been a minute. Uh, you know, I had to go off and do some other stuff. Uh, so shout out to Puma for filling in. He's been doing a fantastic job. And here we are after some I, betrayal, uh, some shady, shady stuff that went on um, on Pace's end. Uh, here we are. You are lucky enough to host the show for some, four more some- episodes. Some like you would say lucky enough. I would say deservingly so. I'm here. I mean, I wasn't gonna say it, but I know you. You know that. We know that. <laughs> but I, I wasn't gonna put that out there. I didn't want anybody else to get jealous. Uh, maybe some other people out there thinking that they, you know, deserve to host the show. But I don't think there's anybody more deserving to host this show than than one Josh D. Campbell. So you were you were you were being a little politician there. He was dancing around. I wasn't gonna say it, but uh, yeah. Oh, I I know. I like it. I I respect it. I, I fucking every single day. I think we should all, for our own self benefit, act a little more political. Do we? Do we though? I feel like everybody already already does. Well, in this, in, not political in the sense of the Dems Republicans. No, I mean political as in. You know, lawyer speak. A little shady, a little shady, a little shady, oh, yes. little, you know, we're just going to get around it. Yeah. Saying a lot without saying much. Corporate like America, it. you know, all this, all this stuff. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So uh, this is December 9th when Brandon and I are recording. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm fucking calling you Brandon. This is B. Russ. This is B. Mr. Russ is what I call him. But anyways, we are recording at the half of Thursday Night Football, Viking Steelers. Oh my, are the Vikings the best team in the league? I mean, how can they not be the best team in the league? As of, they are the best team so far in, what is this, week 13, week 12? Week 14. Week 14, damn. They're the best team so far in week 14. In Without opinion. a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt, we are the best week 14 performers thus far. And, okay, uh, I just want to say, you know, I'm big Vikings fan. Big, big, big Vikings fan. We are up, what is it, 23 rip? We could be up so much more. Jefferson has dropped two touchdowns which is unlike him, which his hands aren't nearly as good as his route running ability. Not saying he has bad hands, but his route running ability, I would put next to none, except for maybe Devontae Adams. And, but his hands- Okay, hold on. Can we let Power Rank his uh, route running hands uh, touchdown celebration? Where, where are we Power Ranking? Oh, this is easy for me. Um, absolutely easy for me. Uh, route running, number one. Touchdown celebration number two and uh, hands three without a doubt without a doubt. What about you? I mean, he's been doing the same celebration for what what seems like five years. 
if it ain't uh, broke every time <laughs> if it ain't, if it ain't no no i'm not no i'm not saying that i i hate it i love it he i wish i could go out there and just do that as smoothly as he does mm-hmm. oh uh, i can't grit yeah. i can't no i can't no, i can't save my life um but i mean he goes out there and he started a movement really like he started doing it at lsu and then other people started doing it and you know shout i think it's got to be touchdown celebration route running hands Oh, okay. Okay. I respect, I respect that order. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. I have a quick, quick question. So this is great radio, but did you get that flannel from Target? Walmart. Walmart. Really? Okay. Walmart's got some, got some stuff, man. I I picked up there like nine bucks a pop. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm just a flannel guy now. So you, you have a flannel guy face. Don't take that the wrong way, but no, that's as big of a compliment, as nice of a compliment as I think you've ever given me. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right. How much of this show is just going to be us complimenting each other and just, you know, just staring into each other's eyes for what the next hour? hour yeah. If, <laughs> so for anyone, anyone, for everyone listening, if there's just a weird pause, just know that you, Russ, and I are long staring in one another's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. First, first, first little, first little ditty. I want to, I want to get into. Um. Can we hold on? Hold on. Yep. Back on the Vikings, real quick. So. You know, we had this discussion in the group chat the other day, Vikings fans, miserable fans. As a Raiders fan, I contend that I have been maybe the most miserable human being on the face of the earth uh, for the last 20 years. Um, The Vikings have been known to not have great kickers, whereas for this entire century, the Raiders maybe have been the most elite kickers in other than like the Patriots maybe the most elite kickers in football. They've had Janikowski and they've had Carlson. What, how long is this time period? Uh, over the last like century, they picked up Janikowski in 2000. Century? Over the last, or this century? Or this century, sorry, this century. Okay, okay. This century. When was when was Justin Tucker drafted? Um, 2000, what is he, 2012, somewhere around there, I want to say. I just but, looked up, you were dead on, 2012. Damn, look at me. Um, but... I say that because former Vikings kicker Daniel Carlson oh, inked a four-year four, four extension with the Raiders, and he has been nothing but elite as the kicker of the Las Vegas Raiders. Do you know? Do you know that I was at the game that earned him his firing from the Vikings? <laughs> really? I, I was at Lambeau Field when the Vikings tied. It was it would dude. It was an electric fucking game. Like, and it was, it was a really, I mean, this never happens. Literally both fan bases. And cause there, I mean, it was obviously clearly a majority of Packers fans, but there were a fair amount. There was a fair amount of purple there. Like I would say 20% of the people that were Vikings fans, like way, way more than I expected going in my first time at Lambeau. Um, not obviously to people listening, but my, my first and only time at Lambeau and I went and I was shocked, like a lot of Anthony Barr jerseys, like a lot yeah. of Stefan Diggs jerseys. Yeah. And so that, that was fun. And, but we lingered after just a little bit after the game ended and talked to just everyone around us and Vikings fans, Packers fans, everyone in the fucking building was leaving really upset. Which is just a very unique, it's very weird. It's a weird vibe. Very weird vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my, I was with, the, I was with one of my older cousins, Zach, and he was just talking to this dude. And at first, it was like just chit chat, no problem. Like just two dudes, a Packers fan, two dudes who were kind of pissed off, and this this Packers fan who was 
talking to he was pretty hammered like in his defense and at the end he kind of like i don't know just like a, a a flip switch and he stood up and just started like screaming and my cousin zach was like dude no i'm agreeing with you like what do you like sit down sir <laughs> relax but anyways yeah that was i mean that was without a doubt the coolest live game i've been at haven't been at a super or i haven't been dude those are the nicest those i know there's a lot of green bay fans and i know that a lot of people don't like Green Bay, Green Bay fans might be the nicest people. On Dude, the they were so, they were for, I mean, yeah, I like, I just told a story where a guy was kind of being a dick. Green Bay fans, they were actually incredibly kind. Yeah. Like, like, so me and my dad went the last time the Raiders played there a couple years in 2019. We went, we stayed in Milwaukee, took a bus up from Milwaukee to Green Bay, and we get on this bus and we're the only people in Raiders gear. And yeah. we're like, oh, boy, oh. this is going to be a shitty bus ride. And we sit down and then there's like a few minutes of like, where the hell did these people get on the bus? Like, you know, and after a few minutes pass, we're cruising down the road and these two ladies look over at us and they're like, you guys want a beer or a Bloody Mary? And I'm like, absolutely I do. Yes, Let's sir. go. This yes, is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. And then we get back on the bus and they were, uh, you know, the Packers beat the shit out of the Raiders. So it was whatever. But yeah. we get back on and they're, we're talking about the game and, you know, they were like, what was that that Raiders fans are chanting? And it was just like the Raiders. And so the, <laughs> I got the entire bus to do a Raiders chant on oh, the way yes. back to Milwaukee. It was yeah. incredible. Just going off of that, I want to, I really enjoy going to somewhere new and the home fans, not only like accepting, but appreciating and just being happy that opposing fans were there. Like one of the most yeah. fun weekends I ever had. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm Minnesota boy. I'm a twins fan. And just one time I went to Kansas city with one of my very dear friends, Evan Mulville. He's been on the gambling feud podcast, which if you're listening to this, listen to the gambling feud uh, podcast. I love those two boys, DJ and Kyle. Hashtag elite eight. Hashtag elite eight. Yep. 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 I'm, I'm winning that shit by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we just went, we were in Kansas city for a weekend and we caught the entire weekend series. And so we, we, we wore twins gear and it was the fucking, no. So the twins weren't even playing. It was the Indians and Royals. And oh, yeah, yeah. And so those every, people. Yeah, those people. <laughs> but everyone there was like, what the fuck are you guys doing down here? And we're like, we're just here to catch the fucking weekend series. Like, and everyone <laughs> loved loved that we were there and appreciated that we were being there. And I just love that shit. And at the same time, it makes me sick hearing stories. And I I guess I'm <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I don't, I'm not like trying to talk down on any one fan base, but you frequently fucking hear like Dodgers fans or Phillies fans mm -hmm. like beating the shit out of someone outside of the stadium. Like yeah. there's just, there's, are we not, have we not developed enough as humans and as a fucking society to just refrain from maybe coming to actual physical blows <laughs> regarding who our stupid fucking fandom is tied to. Like we, at the end of the day, these teams don't give a shit about us. Yeah. You know, they're it's going home to their multi-million dollar mansions and yeah. you know, all this different stuff. And where I got to take the bus back to fucking, you know, wherever, wherever the slums, you know? From. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I just, I guess if, yeah, if you're listening to this, I'm bleeding with you. Fucking please don't beat the shit out of someone because they're wearing the wrong jersey oh oh my god anyways i yeah I'm, I'm i'm glad we went on that little riff but okay so you are a west virginia boy through and through or a west virginia fan through and through and you've obviously we've chit-chatted about about it a little bit before this but you've obviously seen pat mcafee's new deal with fanduel 
four years, $30 million a year, $120 million guaranteed. I, guaranteed. I, I, I want to I know, I want to know your thoughts. Listen, get the bag. I mean, I enjoy listening to Pat. A lot of people in the chat aren't uh, big, big Pat fans. Uh, I've, you know, first game I ever went and first West Virginia game I ever went to was the pit game where he missed two field goals and we would have went and played for the national championship. He got death threats. I mean, he's just an amazing, like amazing dude. He went and donated what 6 million of it right off the rip day one. Yep. Yep. He's like, Hey, I'm giving it to the children's hospitals. I'm giving it to, you know, for the brand there, his uh, nonprofit, you know, just all these different places, all the, his high school, he went to every single sport, just getting sports. He didn't even play. He's given money to them. Uh, he's given two, $250,000 bonuses to his employee. Like, all his friends and his employees, yep. he's handing out a million dollars to his parents. So, I mean, you know, good, good for him, man. You know, he came out, he retired from the NFL and everybody's like, what a stupid move. What an idiot and all this stuff. And I was one know, of those guys. I, I'm like, I mean, I, Hey, you know what? He, he got tired of, you know, kicking balls for a living and here he is. He's making quarterback money now, as you said. Yeah. 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 I, on just what you said, like, er, the $250,000 bonuses to all of his employees. Like talk about hitching your fuck or hit, hitching yourself to the right horse. Like, you yeah. know, I mean, oh, talk yeah. about picking a winner. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, cause I remember when he signed his first FanDuel, the, his first deal with FanDuel, he went around and gave $50,000 to every, all, everybody, you know, on the show and his dad and all this stuff. And I was like, damn, you can't hand me a backpack full of $50,000. I'm, good to go and now he's dishing out two hundred and fifty thousand dollars i mean quarter like, of a million a quarter, a quarter of a million dude. dollars dude. Yeah, that's a lot of that's doubt. like that's almost like that's like 10 years of you know working for some people like some people aren't going to see that for a decade like it's yeah. crazy and then one day it's just like bam i got i got quarter of a mil in my bank account mm -hmm. and it, we can you know this isn't the podcast for that we can go into we we, we can go into capitalism and income and income disparity or whatever no no not doing that here but one cool thing that i like about where we live is you can you can back the right horse you can just kind of get lucky with who you decide to work for and they you know not always but they fucking can just give reward you just give you fucking dough and i you know i, I just always love seeing that happen i mean on the opposite end of that spectrum did you see the story that came out the other day about that company that fired 900 employees on a zoom call uh yeah i think it was 750 but yeah i, I read that nine seven i mean it's a shit ton of people to be like yep. hey no no no, no, no you're right you're right yeah they the the, the numbers i'm remembering 750 because they got 750 million dollars million yeah uh -huh. yeah they're like hey we're gonna get all this money and then hey 900 of you <laughs> I, okay 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 so i Oh God, I'm going to be a fucking, people are going to think I'm a bootlicker, but I saw that headline and was kind of interested and I looked into it and I think it was really overplayed how bad it was. Like it is a startup granted, you know, granted yeah. it has, it has a super high valuation, you know, I think it was seven bill and yeah, sure, yeah. sure. And yeah, they just got a shitload of cash. Sure. Well, you know, I, I understand <laughs> that. And it, it, it's a bad look. Absolutely. But you have to know if you start to work for a, a startup that there's a decent chance that you don't have a lot of job security. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's either it's going to go under or 
yeah, you know, yeah. Or, yeah. Go under, and this is, and this is what happened. And I'm, I'm sort of, I mean, not involved, but I'm just very aware of this world. When private equity starts to get involved, ninety-five percent of the time, after there's a shitload of money given to this company, one thing that the private equity directors kind of demand is layoffs. Mm-hmm. And so it just wasn't like a surprise to me whatsoever. And anyways, anyway, who fucking cares? Well, we aren't here. We aren't here to talk about this. We aren't here to talk about this. Anyways, I was my- just bringing up the opposite of the spec. That was yep. the opposite of the spec. Yep, yep, the pet yep, yep. the, the thing. Uh-huh. It was a viral story two days ago without. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I have a quick question. Quick question. Rattle off your, in your subjective opinion, best dog breeds. My subjective opinion. Yeah. So I, I've never owned a pet, never had a pet in my entire life growing up until I started dating my girlfriend. We have two cats. Um, my grandparents always had a dog growing up, so they always had a yellow lab. Uh, I love yellow labs. They're all fun. Like any sort of lab, really, mm-hmm. you know, they're all going to run around. It's going to be, you know, just loving. And they're going to be, some of them are going to be chunky. Most of them are going to be a little chunky, little chunks. Uh, so I'm going to throw... Um, Lab, I'm labs. They're just getting lumped in there as one, one breed. So you me labs. I've always wanted like at a bulldog, because they're lazy. I'm lazy. Not the French. French bulldogs are far they're, too hyper for my. Too much, dude. Far too hyper for my for my like. You give me an American bulldog or an English bulldog, and we're chilling. It's you know maybe every once in a while we go and we take a little walk, and then that's that. But he just kind of waddles around, chill, love it, uh, and then. I'm just going to go with three. And then I think, you know, obviously the golden retriever, Good beautiful, pick. beautiful. Uh, they're loyal. All dogs are going to be loyal, but golden retrievers just seem to have that extra level of just loyalty. So give me, those are my, those are my three. Good. Exclusive list, exclusive list. Exclu- I mean, very exclusive. You, you went with three. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm picking all chalk in this in this list like my my uh one one without a doubt golden retrievers my yeah. par- the, the only dogs my parents have ever had golden retrievers they are the without a doubt the greatest i mean they they, they you said loyal like they are they are fucking loyal they mm-hmm. love you so much and just incredible uh so yeah one one golden retrievers without a doubt then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with huskies. I uh, one of my one of my dear friends, Anya. She lives in Duluth. She has a she she has a husky that she rescued. His name is Coda. He has three legs. He, he's kind of an old boy. I love him so much, but I've really gotten to know him. I love how they they're so talkative and communicative, and with just fucking yell at you, dude. Like that's spot on, spot on impression too. Oh, I, yeah, it's not bad. I I can't do British. <laughs> I can't do fucking Australian, but I can do husky. Yeah, I mean without a doubt. And yeah, I I, I just I fucking love them. Also, just like sled dogs cool like if i wanted to fucking go yeah. do or if i wanted to run the iditarod which i never will but if i did you know i'm rocking with huskies without a doubt oh absolutely uh-huh. yeah is there and any other dog to go with chalk chalk to wrap it up german shepherds they're they're good shit yep yeah very protective yeah, I mean, very strong very smart there's very few dogs dog breeds that you're like oh that one like you know like i said french bulldog those ones just far too far too much for me uh chihuahuas like they oh, yeah. 
you know, they don't nap. They, any sort of like little like yappy dogs, they yep. just don't, they don't do it for me. But, you know, you get like the medium to large size dogs, they're all going to be just lovable and loyal and just be, they're the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I like your thoughts. I won't lie, which, you know, I love you. Obviously, I'm going to like your thoughts, but that was, that was, that was good. That was good. Okay. Do you, uh, do you have any reactions to the Monday night football game? Rewinding a little bit, going back in time. Um, I, I heard there was a lot of wind. Was that true? I, I uh, no comments. It was windy. Does weather matter? Don't, 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 <laughs> don't do this. Listen, I, tease the uh patriots i got to tease them a plus nine and the under i think it was 46 i mean that was the easiest maybe the easiest bet of all time to be honest with you like i saw dude we were talking about it in the group chat and they're like oh the it's getting hyped up and you know the wind it's not going to be that bad and then you know pft posted a picture or a video of the pregame and the kickers warming up and that thing just hard right angle as he's kicking it and like what the Patriots threw three passes the entire game. That's just wild. Like when's the, when's the next time we're going to see that? When's the last time we saw that three passes in, in an NFL game. That's army Navy shit. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, I mean, again, I'm not a big, you know, defense guy, but I mean, low scoring games like that don't really, Peak my interest. It got kind of boring for me there for a while. Uh, being a Big Twelve guy, I'm all about the points. But uh, you know, it was kind of interesting just to watch, like, you know, the chess match with the weather thrown in there because you know Bill Belichick's always going to be playing chess, and everybody else is playing checkers. That's you know, that's what Bill does. And you know, to throw three passes all night and then just run the ball down the Bills' throat. I mean, it was it was pretty impressive. Are the Patriots uh, the team to beat in the AFC? You think? Uh, no. I would I would say no. no. Unless okay, okay. I'll no unless they have home field throughout the AFC playoffs. Okay, okay. I just feel, I'm just so glad that the Patriots are back. That Patriots fans went far too long without having a successful football team. I mean, talk about franchises in despair who just needed. Yeah. A- yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel I feel bad for myself all the time being a Raiders fan. We've been to the playoffs one time in the last 18 years, but I'm just I'm glad the Patriots finally got back to you know their winning ways. It's been so long for those Boston fans; they just don't have enough to they I, don't have enough to celebrate. I, I'm I was just fucking sick the next the night of Monday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. I was just fucking sick of everyone online every fucking blue check mark scumbag just immediate knee-jerk reaction bill belichick put on a master class oh my god bill belichick this just jerking off bill belichick master class are you fucking kidding me he put up 14 points which you know that's you know very good he he's he scored he scored a touchdown and got a two-point conversion that's that is sick bro and then kicked two field goals that's no that's 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 a master class and a half no are you fucking kidding me the bills had the ball with a minute and a half left and two motherfuckers could have caught it for a touchdown to go ahead 
to, to, to yeah. arguably win the game. And people are just out here. Oh my God. Yeah. Masterclass this masterclass that I saw the word masterclass 50 fucking times on Tuesday. And I like, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking shit on the Patriots. I mean, they are, they are a threat. They are the number one seed rightfully in the AFC. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to demean them in any way. I just thought it was ridiculous to see the reaction. Oh my God, you won by four points or was that what it was? Three. Three? three? Oh, three. Even better. Even better. Like you. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't. It, no, that's a, a masterclass is you win by 21 or more. A masterclass is when you dominate the entire game. That game was within one fucking score for like 80% of it. Yeah. That's not a masterclass. Are you fucking kidding me? And granted, Alabama, Alabama put on a masterclass on Saturday. Michigan put on a masterclass. Those yeah. two. Yes, that was a masterclass. What we saw on Monday night was a tight fucking football game that was decided within the last two minutes. If that's a masterclass to me, then I'm a fucking masterclass at life. Like, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it was ugly. It was just ugly the whole time. It was, yeah. it was a gross football game. The weather played a huge factor. And it's not a masterclass to be like, well, I got this rookie quarterback going up against the Bills in Buffalo. How about we just take the ball out of his hands and just run it down their throat? And if they stop us, they yep. stop us. Yep. We'll move on to next week. And they just didn't stop them. Mm-hmm. And again, while they did, while they didn't stack the ball, like just all eleven guys in the box, you can put put nobody out on yeah. uh, Neil Harry, what Harry to Neil or whatever the hell. Neil, Neil. Nikhil, that's it. Nikhil Harry or whatever the hell his name is. Don't put anybody out on him. He's going to drop the ball anyway. I mean, so just being smarter than the other. It's being smarter than the other guy. And then there's masterclass and Bill is just smarter than Sean McDermott. For for sure. And I don't. Yeah, Bill. Bill is smarter than Sean McDermott. I don't think that's what decided it. I think what decided it is the Bill's defense just being soft. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you get what 260 yards down your throat like that's yeah that's soft yep. in the nfl especially like how many times do you see teams run for over 250 yards in a in an nfl game that's very rare the the vikings have i believe lead the league in nfl history in times they've rushed for over 200 yards and lost fun little fact yeah really yep 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 i believe we lead the, i mean all time this goes back yeah 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 but yeah i believe vikings are number one at having 200 rushing yards and losing I mean, I, am I surprised by that stat? No, 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 not at all. Okay, go. Okay, going off of that, you know, AFC Monday night, big, big game for the AFC playoff picture. What is your as of right now, as of the beginning, very beginning of week fourteen? What is your Super Bowl prediction? Um, I. What do I want to see? Nope, not the question. Not the question. Yeah. Okay. Right now, god damn it. I I mean the Chiefs are starting to get it get right, man. I you know how much I love Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, your your second favorite team. He yeah, I mean it's right neck and neck. Um <laughs> I think right now it's the Chiefs and I don't even like the NFC is such a toss up like i think the rams could you know turn it on at any moment uh i don't believe in the cardinals i uh, can green bay get over the hump so we'll go with we'll go chiefs rams 
Okay. Okay. I, so I'm, I'm with you in the chiefs. I think the chiefs, I mean, their fucking defense is playing lights out. Yeah. The yeah. first like six weeks of the season, they yeah. couldn't do shit. And then all of a sudden you play the Raiders and they just get right. And then yeah, well, all of, all of that, a sudden <laughs> they move Frank Clark to a different position and now no one can run. It just, no cl- it just clicks. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, have the best run defense and like the greatest pass rush in the fucking league. It's absurd. It's so weird. Which like, and now Daniel Sorelson, Sorelson is housing pick sixes. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, I mean, I. No, we're okay. Just move on, please. Move on before I start. Okay, okay, okay. And then uh, so I kind of <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm pussying out here. I have no fucking clue who's coming out of the NFC. Literally no idea. It could be Tampa. It could be Green Bay. It could be the Rams. It could be the Cardinals, even though Kyler Murray is short and sucks and is terrible at playing the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a different subject. You know, the, the Cardinals have proven they can win without Kyler Murray. Like, hey, Cole, throw Cole McCoy in there, though. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. <laughs> what, oh, I, so, oh, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I really don't know. I think the NFC is such a wild card, but. I mean, to be fair, so is the AFC, I and mean, so is the just the NFL in general. But I, I mean, like the the Steelers are still in, you know, contention for a playoff spot. The fucking Raiders are still in contention for a playoff spot, and who the hell knows what team's going to show up we, in when, the week? When we move to the seven playoff spots in both sides, like no one's out of it ever. No, unless you're like the Jaguars or the Jets, like you're you you're in it until. Forgetting about the Titans. I know they don't have Derrick Henry, but they're I, getting him back though. I, yeah. I mean, and then you got Lamar that like Lamar is just kind of hanging around. Like right now, I'm looking at the AFC, it's Patriots, Titans, Ravens, Chiefs, Chargers, Bengals, Bills, if it ended today. And the NFC is Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys. Don't believe in the Cowboys at all. Uh Rams the football team and the Niners if it ended today. Niners just kind of hanging around too. Like they're starting to figure it out a little bit. Like the ooh, 49ers, I'm, the 49ers are a what I would consider not a great team who I could see winning multiple playoff games. Oh yeah, for sure. Like because you know defense is what's going to get it done. Yep. And they're like yep. if their defense is clicking then they're they have one of like top top three defense in the league. And Last year, you know, they weren't great because they fucking got riddled with injuries because they played at MetLife, what, two weeks in a row there to start the season. Um, yeah, I could absolutely see, like, Washington has a great defense, too, like them somehow, you know, pulling one out of their ass. Um, I, and then how, do, how are the Browns sitting there at 6-6, six and six, 11th in the AFC, and they have arguably the most talented roster in – Oh, what? One of the most talented rosters in the league. No, no, no. You don't think so? No, no, no. Not even, not even okay. close. Yeah, they have. No, they, have, they, have they have a lot of good pieces. Like I think to me, Miles Garrett is defensive player of the year. Yeah. Yep. And they have. I. I don't. Fuck. I should remember. I have had a drink or two. Um. I should remember. Okay. I, they might have offensive line injuries. And but yeah, they yeah like yeah they've had some guys go down like. That was it the Thursday night game, yeah, or the Sunday night game last week where you saw the dudes like tear his patellar tendon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's that, but 
I mean, going into the season though, you're like, everyone's like, Oh, it's the Browns. It's like the Browns, you know, they have all this talent and stuff and here they are. And they're just Browning. They're just Clevelanding. Yeah. Which here we are. It, it, I mean, I just don't, I've been a Baker Mayfield, not a hater. Like I didn't give a rip about him when he was at Oklahoma. Like I thought it was kind of cool when he grabbed his nuts, when he was playing Kansas, <laughs> it was Kansas, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought, you know, I kind of, like, laughed at that, like, didn't hate him. But then he got to the NFL, which the NFL is my baby, what I pay attention to the most. And he's in every commercial. He talks about how he's an underdog as the number one overall pick. And Mm -hmm. is just kind of, I mean, not a dick, like, not that far, but is kind of just rough on the edges to everyone. And he's pretty fucking terrible. He's not good. He's just straight up no, not, yeah, not a good QB. It's, I mean, you know, when OBJ was there, it was like, oh, OBJ, how is he missing all these passes? How is he dropping all these balls and stuff? Well, it's like, if you watch the tape, they're just bad throws. Like, he's open, and they're just bad throws. And OB, OBJ's dad was right. Like, you know, Baker's not a great NFL quarterback. I don't think the Browns are going to go anywhere with OBJ at, or with OBJ at quarterback. They're not going anywhere with him there either, but with Baker at quarterback, like it's, they played a bad Steelers team in the first round last year, and then they lost to Chad Henney, a Chad Henney led. Which Chiefs they could have, they could have blown that lead to the Steelers. They could have. No, they almost did. They almost, they almost did. The did. They tried to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if Tomlin I mean, didn't fucking punt on that fourth down, like who knows what would have yeah. happened? Yeah. I'm so, yeah, like, you know, they won a playoff game. Good. Congrats, good job. Um, but yeah, ba- you're not going anywhere with Baker. Uh, I can I continue. I listen to a lot of Ohio sports radio because that's where I'm from. Yep. They talk about the Browns a lot, obviously, and they're always talking about well, like he just looks. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like he's just not a great coach. Like he, they have this run, this rush attack that is a two-headed monster in Chubb and Hunt and they just abandon it far too much for like for anybody to, to for to do anything like they have these dudes that you know you run back there running 20 times a game and it's it's frustrating I mean I'm not a fan of them but you know just thinking about it like you know having this elite rush offense it, and you just like yeah we're just not going to use it fuck it we're just going to put the ball in Baker's hands and let him overthrow you know Landry and throw hospital balls over the middle of the field like it's his loyalty to Baker is that's that's the thing Baker Baker doesn't throw hospital balls he throws balls five to seven yards over his receiver's head like he doesn't he doesn't doesn't leave him out to dry like he he doesn't leave him out anywhere like everyone is like, he, he like, makes oh, sure nobody yeah there's safety 20 yards behind us who has a chance to catch this one you know that's jabril jabril peppers is 40 yards down the field <laughs> yeah, and he has a yeah, chance to, to catch this ball absurd and so my only thought this will be the last thought regarding the fucking browns is Last year, I thought, and not that they were crowns, but they they were ascending to be crowned, I thought. You know, when they won the playoff game against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I just knew. Oh, Stefanski is getting a little too much praise right now. Like, I got know that motherfucker. I got into bed with Kevin Stefanski. Mm-hmm. I know how he fucks. 
And I'll tell you what, it's okay. It's solid. It is not a fucking Super Bowl winner. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. And so last year, like, oh, yeah, they beat the Steelers. Oh, yeah, you lost to the fucking Chiefs. I Yeah, that's as good as you're going to get with Mr. Stefanski and Baker Mayfield at the helm. And I didn't say it a lot last year, kind of to save face, because what the fuck did I have to talk about last year as a Vikings fan? But as a Vikings fan, I knew Mr. Stefanski, he's a little overrated at at the least. He might be a lot of bit overrated. He has a really well-cut beard, though. It always looks very He has an elite beard. Yep. Oh, like just oh. it's a v it's a von flucho type <laughs> like it, is, it, it is up there that is a cut like it is trimmed to the nines dude like it's a, that's that's the augusta of uh of beards right there it's just yep. clean yep. cut it's perfect every time well kept never a hair out never a hair out of place mm-hmm. unlike mine mine's from all over the place i i, I like him rough you know you know <laughs> Mr. Russ, Mr. Russ, Brandon Russell, B. Russ. Yes, sir. Are dive bars the new clubs? I, you know what, I've been a dive bar guy ever since I was a wee lad. Ever since I have been able to legally uh, enter such establishments, I would go up to Cleveland and I would go to a bar called the Dive Bar. No, nice. like that's. That's the that's the kind of guy. If you have to go downstairs to get into said bar, that I'm probably going to be there. There were two bars in college that we would frequent: the sports page and the back door, both of which down into a basement. Um, so I would say dive bars, new club. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I, clubs. I just was never a club guy. I've never really been a club guy. You get me into you know the if there's no doors on the on the stall, that's the bar I want to be at. Oh, come on. No, don't. I don't like that, Divey. Oh, come on. Why not? I like just the level above that. Doors, doors on the stalls. You can't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I like to. If I need to take an emergency midnight shit, I would <laughs> like to do it in private. You know? That's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Sure, sure. Yeah, I. You give me like it's just like a three dollar beer though, like three dollar, like sixteen ounce, you know, where I'm just pounding them on, and the floor is sticky. That's oh, that's, that's a bar. That's, that's a must. Yeah. I need a sticky floor. If, yeah, if you're if you got to kind of put a little effort into pulling your foot off of a floor, that's that's I'll, I'll put it that way if you have to put a little effort into pulling your foot off the floor that's the bar i want to be at okay. not like so much you know but we can put stalls back on the, or doors back on the stalls okay thank you for capitulating there i appreciate it yeah yeah i did one time i went we were, we went out and i had to you know i had code brown it was an emergency and i'm like i have to go so i went to the bathroom and i <laughs> fucking clogged the toilet in the stall Aww. and i was like we have to go we have to go like right. i <laughs> we, yeah we have to go there's an emergency a uh i clogged the toilet and it is time for us to head to a different bar and so we did and then i like we went back the next night and there were people there talking about the clogged toilet from the night before jesus fuck 
Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> yeah. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. On the same subject, are you are you a karaoke guy? Absolutely. Let's go. I knew you would be. I knew you. Absolutely. Would be. I, I, I have a list. Of, I have a list of songs on my phone that I do. Okay. Like, give me your top. Oh, that'd be a great karaoke. Just, okay. Top two. Top two karaoke songs. Top two karaoke songs. I'm going with Renegade by Styx. Good pick. And I'm going with Sugar. We're going down. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. My my go-to or what has been my go-to is Fever by the Black Keys. Okay. It hits. It hits. Okay. I feel like people don't hear it a lot. Or I mean they hear it a lot at bars, but they don't hear it a lot in karaoke. And so let's, you know, it's 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 a good time. And <laughs> this one's a I, I always do this to to see if I stir the pot with anyone, but Dude by Aerosmith, you know, dude looks like a lady. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, every time, every time I sing that one, I'm like, I hope some fucking lib is here who's just mad. <laughs> like, let's fucking. I hope you fight me in the bathroom. I mean, I guess not because they'd probably be a woman. But um, regardless, regardless, those are those are my top two. The other, oh my god, the other week, this was so embarrassing. I was, I was at a, a dive bar. Wednesday night, karaoke night. No, it was a Tuesday, excuse me. Tuesday night, karaoke night. Not a lot of people there, which that's the only reason why, that's the only reason why I'm still around. If there was a large crowd, this would have fucking been my 13th reason. But a song I listened to (laughs) earlier that day, song I know all the lyrics to, I'm like, oh, I like this song. Everyone should know this song. It's a good one. I booted up Die For You by The Weeknd. Oh, I don't know what. And granted, I had more than a few gin and tonics at me in me at this point. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Just assuming I could sing like oh. Abel, bro. Like, first, I swear to God, I swear to God. First note, baby, is the you know first lyric. I yeah, as yeah, soon yeah, as yeah. I sang it, I'm like. Oh no. oh no like oh, I <laughs> like and then I, I got I got a, I got a few lines in and I'm like this is going awful I need to <laughs> I need to put something up I tried to like drop an octave and it just got worse yeah. <laughs> like oh, it was boy. it was so bad dude thank god it was a light crowd I would have oh that's it, was, it that's that's the last we've heard from soup it was a shame. Same guy for you, and then he just walked into the street, and then he just walked into the middle it of the was, street. Like, I, I got into the back of the Uber, and he asked me a couple of questions, and I did not answer. It was not good. You were, I understandable. I mean, I, I've been there. I watched a friend uh, try to sing. Well, I think it was like "Night Moves" by Bob Seger, and just like nobody was feeling it, and it was tough, and they were just. They were trying. They were hammered, so they were trying to sing, and it was, you know, trying to listen to that. It, I, I, I felt terrible. I was like, I don't know if I know this person right now. We might move table. <laughs> That's when you know it's bad when you won't even make fun of your friends and genuinely feel bad for them. Yeah, there was so one of the bars we used to go to. Uh, the back door would do karaoke on Saturday nights, and that you know Saturday nights and. A college town are going to be that's a big popping. That's so. I mean, the bar was <laughs> popping, and me and or not me, uh, two of my buddies go up there, and they're going to sing "Renegade," 
uh, by sticks. And for, for whatever reason, this guy, one guy decides he's just going to heckle the shit out of them for five and a half minutes. Oh, no. And so he's just for five, <laughs> for five and a half minutes, he's booing. And then other people started to boo. It was, I started booing. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> These guys suck. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my God. See, you can make, but like, you can make it fun. Like, you know, your friends start to suck and you're just, you get in and you start heckling them a little bit. And then, you know, that makes it more fun. Yep. Life moves. And, if, and you're an like, asshole, if you're an asshole, uh, like we are. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> okay. Going off, you know, on the same subject, my biggest question of the night, darts or pool? I'm not a great darts player. I do. I mean, I enjoy playing both. I, but I think I'd have to be a pool guy. Thank you. Thank you. Good pick. Thank you. Thank it's, you. I mean, like, I've embarrassed myself playing both. I've, you know, done well playing both more often embarrassed myself. But, uh, yeah, there was a bar we used to go to after work, uh, my old job when I was living in Ohio. Uh, it's a little dive, like, again, another dive bar. Um, we'd go to, and, like, five or six of us would just go play pool for, like, three or four hours after work. Yeah. It was fun times and it'd be like dollar 16 ounce pbrs too so that was just oh more of a reason God. wow to go yeah yeah it was hell of a bar but uh yeah i'd have to say pool i just you know i like getting down getting real low getting like examining the shot some geometry in there you know maybe like a little mini golf you use that geometry in there oh absolutely we play day oh so for the listeners b rust and i play mini golf daily and i'm gonna be honest i win more than i lose but he's not bad. He's not bad. It's like 60-40. Yep, 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 yep. Although I've had a couple holes where I'd like that one the other day where I just imploded, like imploded. Those are what we refer to as meltdown holes, my friend. <laughs> those are indeed meltdown holes. I like I have a few more of those than I would than I'd like. What? I said <laughs> I said I have a few more of those than I would like meltdown holes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Mr. Russell, do you have any thoughts? Do you have any feelings? Do you have any grievances that you'd like to air? Um, so did you happen to catch what Mark Emmert said? No. President of the National Collegiate oh, Athletics yes, Association? Yes, yes, I have. Yes, 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 I, I did. I did. What he said about being a university president? Yep, yep, yep. Hardest job in the world. I mean... I, like I said on Twitter, I just, I thank God every day that my firefighter dad and my Air Force uncle didn't have to be, you know, university presence. Thank God. Yep. Thank God. I've just, every night I had, what if, I mean, he puts his foot in his mouth a lot because he's a fucking idiot, but that might've been the stupidest thing he's ever fucking said. It's, and you know, there's a lot of, you only remember the bad stuff, but the lack of self-awareness some motherfuckers who pull seven digits a year have. Yeah. outrageous, um, dude. Yeah. It's so, like, I understand that, you know, running anything is not going to be easy. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, you know, running a company, running a school, whatever. It's not going to be, it's going to have its, you know, ups and its downs. It's probably going to have more ups than those downs. You get a, your fucking house paid for. 
you <laughs> fucking making a million dollars a year. It, you know, but to go out there and say that's the hardest job in America is just the most asinine, oblivious, asinine, oblivious, asinine, like just the most ass backwards thing you could fucking say. And I mean, the NCA, he's already on thin ice, the NCA is on thin ice, and then he goes out and he just is saying shit like that. And you're just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Week in and week out, I feel like he's like, Every month he does something where you're just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? What is he doing? Why is he in charge of this multi-billion dollar corporation? So I just I, I, I just looked up real quick. Uh, Mark Emerit last year made $2.9 million. And, mm-hmm. and this, is, this is now me guessing. And it's probably gone up a little bit, uh, at least over the last year. Um, just average, or no, uh, not average, excuse me, uh, median salary in the United States. And it's roughly just give or take $35,000 a year. So mm-hmm. if you just take those numbers, Mark Emerit makes 82 times more than the median salary in the United States. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Motherfuckers who make the median salary in the United States would have to work 82 years to make what he makes in one. Yeah, hardest job. Like so, he's so really what he's like, what he is doing. He's kissing ass because he's just a face. He's like what Mark or what Roger Goodell is to the owners. He is to university presidents. He's just a face. Yeah, for the presidents, and he's just like, oh my god, these guys just they have it so tough. Like they got to go out there and they got to talk to some kids, and they might have to cancel school for a day or two because of some COVID stuff. Like oh. They got to do fundraising. You might have to cover like... up sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in yeah, some some yeah. schools' cases, I mean, I that's said might. tough. Might <laughs> <laughs> we won't name any specific schools, but uh, yeah, it's like I, I saw those comments and I was just like, Gee, Jesus Christ, dude! Like, what the what the hell are we doing here? Like, toughest job in America ridiculously i mean like i said it's it's asinine it's outrageous yes absolutely okay okay you hit that you hit the first one out of the park give i want another thought give me one more another thought yeah uh gee now okay um i don't know if it's a thought so much as just like, you know, so I sent it to the group earlier in the or the last week. Um, so as a student at West Virginia, I got an email about a uh, letter that the administration had got saying that, you know, somebody was going to, an anonymous person was going to, you know, commit suicide in the student union. And it's, you know, it weighed on me. And, you know, if you're, you need help, reach out. Um, you know, it's, uh, it gets better. You're loved. You're cared for. I love you. I love everybody that's listening to this. Anybody needs anything, reach out. Um, I've been in some tough spots before. Uh, you know, so it's, it gets better. It gets better. Very well said. Very well said. And I, I back up everything Mr. Russell has said, um, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, lots of people go through a lot of stuff. Some people 
you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, we all go through our own battles every day and it, it, it can be really mm-hmm. tough no matter where you're at, no matter where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Lot, lots of people go through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell, I'll t- on, like on that, on that, you know, lots of people go through a lot of stuff. There's a lot of people that can relate and help you. And mm-hmm. I think that's a very beautiful thing. Lots of people are very receptive when you need to reach out. And yeah, I just encourage everyone to reach out. But nobody's going through it harder than the university president. Uh, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I fucking love how you wrap that back to a, to a less serious topic, you know, yeah. on a slightly higher note. But seriously, <laughs> on, that, on that note, um, this has been the i don't know what fucking episode number this is but this, this is, is 99 so this is episode 99 really yeah okay well i was gonna go with something more like this is the best episode of the, of the mount lockmore podcast that's been recorded oh obviously of course it is obviously yeah but i guess episode 99 uh thank you very much for my dear friend brandon russell for joining me we dearly miss pumba cakes we don't really miss pace that much <laughs> well you know like he's no. forgettable no no i'm just kidding i'm, I'm he's fucking awesome he's he, he's incredible i love listening to him i love being his friend um i do yeah you know i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure everyone listening to this misses pace but yeah thanks everyone for listening i hope you enjoyed and have a who's the, who's the next guest who is the next guest um that is a secret just kidding it's uh i'm gonna i'm gonna line up potato gobbler yo pg Yep, PG, Mr. PG. Let's not go. not Paul George, the better one. No. Yep. Mm. Maybe get maybe get Miss PG on, on the show too. Uh, no, PG. I, I don't think she she hasn't shown the level of commitment to the Coda Cappers that uh, PG <laughs> himself has. PG so has. She's 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 on the sidelines still, practice squad. The whole the, the whole gobbler family. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, a baby baby gobbler would could make an appearance. Yeah. yeah. Of course. He only has upside. Exactly. We don't. Yeah. He's he's at the floor now, so he can only go. He can only go up. Exactly. Exactly. And it reaches the ceiling. On that note, seriously, thank you so much for listening and uh, have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Love you all. Hey, love you guys. That episode of Mount Lockmore was sponsored by Moneyline Dice. Moneyline aims to revolutionize the sports betting market through the creation of both functional and novelty products that sports bettors of all levels will enjoy. Spotted by its golden peaks, the Moneyline logo symbolizes winning and winning big. Featured products include Moneyline Sports Betting Dice, Moneyline Sports Betting Pocket Notebook, Snapback Hat, and more. Use promo code KOTA10 to receive 10% off your next order. That's promo code KOTA10. 10 for 10% off your next order at moneylinedice.com. Promo code KOTA10 for 10% off your next order.